0: Welcome to the Student of Money Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Niemeyer. The mission of Student of Money is to connect listeners like you to a community of like-minded individuals to help you achieve your goal of financial freedom through entrepreneurship, investing, real estate, and personal development. This is episode 37. All right, it's been a crazy couple of months for me. So back in December, on December 1st, I was a guest on the Investing Things You Should Know podcast with Johnny Nelson, right? This is my first uh, interview. And it kind of started off me interviewing other guests on my podcast. So also in December, I decided to start the Student of Money Eastern Iowa Real Estate Investing Mastermind. And then on the 26th, I had my first guest speaker, who was Dustin Hendrickson of Mailbox Money Real Estate. And by the way, I hope you heard that podcast. It was really good. And then he just did a follow-up podcast um, on episode 29 of a podcast called Zen and the Art of Real Estate Investing by Jonathan Green. This is a must-listen-to podcast. You need to go out and listen to this episode 29 of the Zen and the Art of Real Estate Investing where he gets a little more in-depth on doing property development and it's something that was very interesting to me i kind of want to bring dustin back on the show to talk about some of the things that he talked about there but uh you know go check it out it was a great interview okay and then the next person i had on my podcast was dubuque resident matt hennick on how he scaled to over 60 units and which is over two million dollars in real estate in just two years. Again it was really good, Matt's really young and we're gonna definitely be following up with him probably later this year. And then on January 10th we released our interview with Cedar Rapids developer Daryl High from High Properties and High Properties has over 1200 rental units and they have 800 more in the development pipeline. That's over 2,000 rental units. So this is another must-see or hear podcast uh, with the interviews with the high properties. And he's been a leader in apartments and development in eastern Iowa for over 30 years. So go check that one out. The next podcast, we bring on Michael Maloney to talk about mindset coaching and personal development. Oh, and by the way, Michael Maloney was the guest speaker at my January 22nd event, which was the first ever in-person student of money real estate investing mastermind at the Cedar Rapids Public Library. And then of course we end January with Jared Letts, who is the CEO of Decap Digital Assets based out of San Diego, California, where they specialize in the tokenization of real estate blockchain technology, and is really the tip of the spear when it comes to leading-edge technology that's going to revolutionize the real estate industry. So there's been more positive energy and activity in the last two months than I've had in the last five years. And the funny thing is, is we're just getting started. Our next in-person event is 11 days away on Sunday, February 19th, at the Cedar Rapids Public Library again, where we're gonna be announcing more exciting news. So make sure you go out to our website at studentofmoney.org and RSVP for the event, or check it out at meetup.com forward slash student of money. So, all right, let's get on to this week's topic. So I kinda wanna go back to my event on January 22nd at the Cedar Rapids Public Library and recap what I've been seeing over the last two months from not only my group here in the Cedar Rapids Iowa City area but also from the other real estate groups in Dubuque, Waterloo and the Quad Cities where I've been traveling to because our mission statement at Student of Money is to get you financially free. So. We talk about, first of all, we talk about the why. You know, what's your dream? Why do you want to get there? Or what pain are you in now that we need to try to fix? And then what is your mindset? Because we've got to fix your mindset to get you to where you want to be, okay? We also talk about the how, which is the mechanics. What's the vehicle that you're going to use? It Doesn't necessarily have to be real estate. It could be a business anything that provides passive residual cash flow but we talk uh, mainly and a lot about real estate okay so and then we talk about you trading your time for money either in a job you might be a small business owner you might be a self-employed professional whatever you do you're trading your time for money But you also need to understand that the rich don't really work for money. The rich work for assets that create cash flow and money and frees up their time. Right, so if you think of the Robert Kiyosaki cash flow quadrant, on the left side of the quadrant is E employee, S is small business and self-employed, on the right side is B big business, and in the bottom right corner is the I for investing. So most people today, of the people are E's and S's. They're trading their time for money. And it takes a mind shift, that mindset shift, to go from the left side of the column over to the right side of the column. Where B, businesses use other people's time to make them rich. And where I, investors, use other people's money to make them rich. So see, you don't need to be using your own time and your own money. You wanna be able to get from the left side of the quadrant over to the right side of the quadrant. And that's what we're gonna talk about. The rich work for assets that create the money, or basically they print their own money legally. They own or build big businesses, again, other people's time, or you invest in assets like real estate and use other people's money. So this ultimately brings me into direct conflict with everybody in the room that does wholesaling or flips properties. So if you go back to podcast episode 31, I talk about investing for cash flow or investing for capital gains. You see, when I buy a property, it's an asset because I'm investing for cash flow and that cash flow puts money into my pocket each and every month when a flipper buys a property he's buying for capital gains it doesn't have any cash flow so that house actually becomes an inventory item for their business in other words it becomes a liability until it is sold for a profit there is no cash flow while they own the property so this is a small business unless you grow it much larger and hire all of the work done but most flippers are DIYers or do-it-yourselfers because they are putting in sweat equity so it seems that over 50 percent of the people attending these in-person meetings in Eastern Iowa are either real estate agents looking for business referrals Or do-it-yourself flippers and wholesalers looking for deal flow and learning about financing. And sometimes they're both because a lot of these flippers and a lot of these real estate guys go out and get, become a real estate agent so that they can start getting a piece of the pie, a piece of the cut of that action. But again, when you take a look at this, where is this activity at on the cash flow quadrant? It is on the left side on the Es and S's. And this is the mistake. No one ever thinks about structuring their business to change quadrants, to go from the left side of the quadrant over to the right side of the quadrant. A lot of people, when they have to go out and make more money, they get a second job, another W-2. They're still an employee. They just have two jobs now and they have less time. What you really need to think about and what you really need to concentrate, and here's what we do at Student of Money, is to change that mindset, to change from an employee self-employed to a business owner investor. So you can keep your job as an on the E side or the S side, but your investing really needs to be in either big business or i investors, where you're using other people's time and other people's money. So the question is is. Am I really a unicorn? Is this like this crazy thing that no one but me thinks of? Well, no, I know that's not the case. So I think everybody understands the concept that I'm teaching, but they don't know how to get started. And this actually happens to be my number one question that people come to me with that have problems. So I've had multiple people follow up with me in the months of December and January that want to sit down and talk to me and kind of figure, you know, tell me where they're at and how they really need to get to go to the next step. How do they get started? And then how do they overcome the fear of getting started? And how do they, you know, what do they need to do to get to the next level? So this is exactly the reason that you need to join us on Sunday, February 19th at the Cedar Rapids Public Library from 2 to 4 p.m. in Beams Auditorium, where I'm going to be announcing another program to help those who are already or want to get started and are serious about making changes to their financial future. And I know it's not easy. I've done it, I've been there but it's way easier than what you're already doing and it's definitely worth it. So, that's all I've got this week. Next week we have another awesome guest on the show, someone that I met back in 2012 and has over 150 single family rental houses across four different states. I'm going to ask him the same question that someone asked me not too long ago. Is it better to have a 100 unit apartment complex or 100 single-family houses? I'm curious on what he's going to say, although I think I already know. I know what my answer is, and how about you? What would your answer be? 100-unit apartment complex or 100 single-family houses? Shoot me an email and let me know what you think. Please hit like and subscribe to the podcast as well as to the YouTube channel. It really helps me out and the YouTube algorithm to promote my content online. So, all right. I'm your host, Jeff Niemeyer, and remember, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. I'll see you next week, right here on Student of Money.